Welcome to your Lot and Parcel podcast. Our mission is to emphasize the importance of preserving historic landmarks for future generations, mental health, physical well-being, and a safe family home environment. We value your monetary support. Here's your host, Benjamin F. Diaz. My guest has been practicing medicine for 35 plus years. In 2005, he transferred his practice from New York to Mesa, Arizona. At that time, few of any other centers provided integrative cancer care, an intelligent, rational blend of effective therapies from all medical and healing disciplines. He is an oncology advisor, and here he is, Dr. Thomas Lodi. Thank you, Dr. Lodi, for coming on. I appreciate uh, you taking time to join me today on my show. And uh, I think what you have to say, it's very important, a very important topic, in fact. But before we get into our discussion, tell us a little bit about you and your field of discipline, if you would, doctor. Yes, well, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm uh, very happy to be here. I... um, my field, I'm a medical doctor. I was trained, um, did, did my re- residency training in New York City at Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, after I finished my residency training uh, in internal medicine, I started to work in oncology for a little while. Um, I, mean, I took, I, there, see, in the, world, in the field of medicine, you do a specialty, which is internal medicine, and then you do subspecialties in the form of what they call fellowship. So I, I went to do a fellowship uh, in oncology. And after mm-hmm. about a few months, a few months, I couldn't do it anymore. It was too uh, gruesome the way mm-hmm. it was too gruesome the way they were treated. And I just felt like we were, we were harming people. <clears throat> so I left and I practiced uh, internal medicine, which is basically everything from cardiology to it, it's the, it's the basic, uh, specialty for adult humans and mm-hmm. out of it come all the subspecialties so, you know gastroenterology gastroenterology and cardiology mm-hmm. pulmonology nephrology gotcha. etc yeah. so anyway i i did that for 10 years and um, mm-hmm. saw that it just didn't work we were poisoning people so i quit my um left my positions and i um went around the world and studied with different people whose books i had read and Sure. Uh, developed and learned um, uh, alternative uh, other ways of taking care of people other than poisoning them. And mm-hmm. so once I once I uh, felt comfortable with it, I went back to New York, and it was probably around the year late '90s, early 2000. Mm-hmm. And I started my practice, and I went back, of course, to oncology, which has always been what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And um, in those days, no one did integrative oncology, which we call integrative oncology, which is oncology that uh, uses the best of all disciplines. Like uh, we might use um, allopathic, for example, mm-hmm. you know, to, uh, to to use drugs, prescription drugs when necessary. Sure. Um, uh, we use naturopathic. We use traditional Chinese. We use naturopathic medicine. We use, um, you know, anything that really works. 
and they and homeopathic remedies because not any one of those disciplines has all the answers so mm -hmm. that's that's why it's called integrative therapy and um i think about 150 years ago they called it eclectic medicine eclectic yes 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 so uh, oncology that's a study of uh, tumors i guess right uh, cancer yeah 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 that's great uh, and i know um it is a pervasive um problem uh, around the world actually but uh, would you speak to the nature of cancer uh, if you would just to get us i don't presume to know much on the topic but uh, tell us tell us a little bit about the nature of cancer well cancer is a uh, an adaptive process of the body that it goes through when it's being mm -hmm. um, when it loses basically uh it was 1931 uh, dr otto warburg was awarded mm -hmm. the nobel prize for his discovery that cancer is a failure in cellular respiration and um, basically, uh, later on, we came to find out that inside of each cell are these little, all sorts of little organs, we call them organelles. Mm -hmm. And uh, the ones that make energy are called mitochondria. So when 40 to 50% of those get knocked out, the cell has to still make energy. So it starts fermenting like cheese, like you do when you make cheese and wine. Uh -huh. And so the cells ferment, but that's very inefficient very inefficient. It only produces a small amount of energy for every glucose molecule. So the cell has to kind of modify its genetic expression, not, it doesn't get mute, uh, mutated, it just modifies its genetic expression, mm -hmm. the cells that it's using, I mean, the, the genes that it's using, it modifies that to accommodate this new metabolic requirement of, uh, of um, fermentation rather than the regular way. And uh, that's really what cancer is. It's a chronically fermenting cell. It's mm. a CFC, uh, CFC, we can call it, a chronically fermenting cell. I like that mm. name much better because the word cancer has too much um, um, it, it power. It, mm. it freaks people out. They lose oh, their, yeah. they, it changes your life when you hear that word. So you, it's a very powerful, powerful word. You don't want to hear it. And mm. I, uh, I don't like to use it because the mind um is really the most important part of uh, a person's body when it comes to um healing because the mind controls the immune system and the mind as you know is where it's the place in which we think and the problem with thinking is that thinking is not voluntary mm. no one no one decides to think thinking happens just like your heart beats and your right. your lungs right. breathe and your glands secrete you right. digest food you when you use say i digest my food the 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 type of verb we use makes it sound like it's something we are doing we're not doing digestion is happening mm. my heart is beating my lungs are breathing it's not a doing it's not a conscious effort mm. same thing with with thinking by the way which no one likes to really believe but you don't decide what you're going to think your thoughts happen to you all yeah. the time you can't and, shut oh, it yeah. off oh yeah at random oh yeah it, it just uh uh, I, 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 that resonates with me because I'm, I'm always thinking, I mean, I, sometimes things that uh, have no connection to one another. I'm just always thinking, always thinking. But uh, you, you talked about uh, the, uh, the, the cells. Uh, is that related to, because I know you speak of toxemia. Is that related 
to yes to, yes it is it yeah. is related so uh what what again i, I i'm not sure much uh, know much about taxemia but what what causes that what's 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 happening there biologically doctor yeah well the well you know the so the you know the the, the real question is how did the cells lose their ability to okay to use to use oxygen to use the mitochondria how do those guys get knocked out right. and they get out get knocked out because we live in the 21st century a, a toxic century we live in a century where and even the 20th century where mm -hmm. the water we drink the food we eat the clothes we wear the uh, paint on the walls the rugs the, uh, you name it and now we have mm -hmm. new ones we have emf 5g we're gonna have 6g soon these things are uh, are po poison they're poison and they are they knock out the most vulnerable part of our of our um, cells and those the most vulnerable part are the mitochondria that produce energy mm -hmm. so um but so how does that happen well first of all as you grow older you you know that you'll you'll know that you don't you know your bowels don't work the same you um you um you don't know it but on a biochemical level you're not able to excrete things as easily mm -hmm. um and, and oftentimes uh, when it comes to just simple things like uh using the bathroom we don't have the time we're in a busy world so we don't do it and we hang hang on to it and it mm -hmm. lasts it, mm -hmm. and then we don't have to go same thing happens with you know urine and we're eating toxins so less is going out and if you thought about the fact that your colon is five feet long and your colon is where you have all the feces and it's five feet long no one no one you know or i know empties five feet of it a day so we're all walking around very toxic that's mm -hmm. on that's just one end we don't mm -hmm. move around most of us enough so we're not sweating we're not getting rid of getting rid of toxins right. and basically all of our systems just don't work as well so as we accumulate toxins they affect uh different organs um mm -hmm. and if we happen to if we happen to get spared of not having our mitochondria destroyed as we as we go on with this thing called life if that doesn't get destroyed then what happens is um the um uh, these accumulated toxins begin to uh, affect the uh, endocrine organs, which are the organs that produce hormones, mm -hmm. like uh, the ovaries and the testes and the thyroid and things like that, the pituitary. And as mm -hmm. you affect those and they become toxic and they produce less hormone, then you, then you have the, um, 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 what we call aging you start to see aging oh, yeah. so aging is part of this whole thing aging and and all the other degenerative conditions but basically we just our body ceases to uh, function the way it did i look at an eight-year-old an eight-year-old's running around they can't stop look oh, yeah. what are you and i do we're sitting here what are we going to do after we're done sitting here probably sit somewhere else mm -hmm. so we're just you know we're not we're not we don't live an active, healthy, vibrant life. And when we look at cultures that do, like the Hunzas, like the Abkhazias, mm -hmm. that are living over to 120, 130 easily, they're mm -hmm. active all their lives, all oh, day, gosh. every day, moving up, climbing yeah. up and down mountains. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you you talked about the the, the digestive system. Uh, are there any other signs or symptoms that? will lead you to think uh, that there's toxemia in in the body um, doctor that will let you know that, well you're uh well you do have to i mean every everyone's got toxemia in other words uh -huh. emia means blood 
Neat means blood and tox is, is toxins, poisons. Right. In right. other words, we don't l eliminate as quickly as we used to. Gotcha. Look at a baby. You have to change his diaper all the time. Uh, you know, yeah. for us, it's, yeah. it's very different. We're not, we're not, yeah. we're just not eliminating. Right. Uh, we, we slow down. It's because of our lifestyles and it's also because we eat unnatural food. We're not mm -hmm. designed to eat food from packages. I mean, if you actually need a package, I mean, if you get food in a package you, and you have in the back, you have to look at the list of ingredients. Oh, if I hand you a banana, you don't need a label. <laughs> no, you if don't. I hand you, uh, if I have you any, any real food, you don't need a label. The reason we need labels is because we're not eating real food anymore. We're eating toxic chemicals. And, and to read the labels, you have to have a PhD uh, or uh, at least a master's in chemistry to be able to read the label of a food <laughs> yeah, product. Yeah, yeah. My gosh, we're in trouble. <laughs> we we yeah. are in trouble. I mean, uh, you just can't get away with uh, me. I try to eat uh, healthy. I, I'm in my mid-60s. I don't take any medications at all. I, I take care of myself. I move, you know, and exercise and so forth. And, um, but sometimes, of course, uh, you, you think about these things. And uh, um, I'm thinking, too, uh, that is there a genetic component? Because right? I've heard of that. I don't know if that's uh, so or not. Yeah, but it accounts for less than 5% of all is cancers. Is that right? So it, oh, yeah, God. so 95%, 95% of cancers are uh, lifestyle related. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very good. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, uh, occasionally, you know, we go to the desk, um, you know, every six months or change the oil of our vehicle intermittently, you know, throughout the year. Is there a recommended uh, cancer screening that we need to do intermittently through the year? What do you well, think? there's no real... There's no real valid cancer screenings. Um, oh gosh, okay. Well, they that exist. I mean, you, you can get a, a list. You could do blood tests with all the different tumor markers. Right. And you could get, you know, a woman a woman could get a breast ultrasound, um, a breast thermography. I would never advise a, a mammogram. They're dangerous mm. and painful. Mm. But um, and you can even get whole body thermographies where they look at the they they measure the heat of different organs and if there's an excess amount of heat in some place that means usually means there's more blood flow blood vessels and and could be could be a tumor mm -hmm. um, and then other than that you can get a, a list of tumor markers and draw them all in your blood test. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, in um, many cases, a tumor marker will be normal, even though there's a tumor uh, you can see with your eyes, and yet it's still normal. So it's, um, but, you know, yeah, yeah, there's really no way of doing it that, 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 that even the medical system will allow. I mean, and you don't want to get a PET scan every, every year. PET scan is, um, you know, you only do a PET scan, which is something that, helps you see if there's a tumor in your body. Right. Um, you only do that when there's an indication. Like um, usually most people have a, are, are alerted to the fact that they have cancer by um, something that happens and they have, a, they have a persistent kind of symptom, um, you know, you know uh, bloody stools or right. um, uh, pro prolonged and, and uh, profound fatigue. Mm -hmm. or uh, pain somewhere or um, 
a lump, of course, somewhere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's always something that alerts them to that. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, you know, what can we do? Uh, mm -hmm. Really, the best thing you can ever do is just live a healthy life. Because here's something that is um, mm -hmm. a secret. All and right. it's a secret. It's a secret for some reason that I don't understand because it's absolute pure common sense. All right. And yet we don't know it. And I, well, the reason we don't know it is because we grew up since uh, 1910 when uh, John D. Rockefeller took over the medical profession, hired a guy named Abraham Flexner to write a report called the Flexner Report and changed medical education forever. Mm. Um, it's very well known. And so we don't think in these terms. But here's the thing health, health, health comes from only one there's only one thing that can produce health mm -hmm. and that's called healthy living okay there's nothing else that can produce it you can't buy it can't order it online it, it, you can't demand it it's mm -hmm. much like respect you earn it mm -hmm. you either earn health or you earn with the it's, it's opposite the lack of health mm -hmm. by the way you live your life period mm -hmm. And um, well, we, we don't even know what to eat. Most people don't know what to eat. I, I've traveled the world and been to, I've been to, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 countries. Mm -hmm. uh, if I were an alien and I came to the earth and I came to the earth and I was going to look at people's diet to determine what, yes. what uh, species they belong to, I would have to yes. uh, conclude that humans are canines. Everybody's eating dog food, from what I got. And um, okay, and and uh, and, um, and you know that expression, "sick as a dog." Yeah, what's that other expression? I, yeah. Healthy as a horse. Yes, yes. Right. Okay. And so, what do horses eat? Yeah, and what well, do dogs eat? Yeah, I'm green. The horses eat green. The chlorophyll. Yeah. You are listening to your lot and parcel podcast. Please tell a friend and support the educational program by leaving us a rating or review. We thank you in advance. We are visiting with a doctor who is an integrative oncology advisor. He is a pioneer of the definitive round for those dissatisfied with traditional treatment. He is well known on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and you can join him on his live streaming program on social media every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, where you can get your personal questions answered. And you will find his link in the show notes. Let's welcome him back, Dr. Thomas Lodi. Uh, treatment uh, apparently then you do give guidelines as to what to eat or supplements that sort of thing as well do you sure what to okay. eat how to eat when to eat um supplements of course because there are some some uh things you cannot get from food mm -hmm. uh, but if you're eating a healthy diet you won't really need to supplement it because it's healthy um and so the healthier you eat the less supplements you need mm -hmm. but there are some things you don't get because of your um, your culture and your upbringing and and, uh, and your mm -hmm. uh, your habits and that that is for example uh, unless you're Japanese you're not going to get enough iodine because only the Japanese eat uh, sea vegetables yeah. like seaweeds seafood none of none of 
and it's, it's iodine's um, very very important for many many reasons and um that doesn't happen also mm-hmm. um uh the vitamin d that's not a it's not you know unless you're getting out in the sun and you live in a certain latitude mm-hmm. you won't have enough vitamin d so you're going to have to take that mm-hmm. um you know and there are yeah there, there are a few of supplements that are absolutely necessary no matter what you eat you're not going to get enough vitamin c so you're going to have to take that extra uh so c a and d are very important mm-hmm. um then of course the minerals because our soils are deplete or have been uh absent of minerals uh since uh, about the about 1915 1920 mm-hmm. was far back at then yeah interesting now you mentioned iodine uh, doctor if you don't mind it, it, iodine is toxic right i mean it, it can be poisonous if it's overdone correct well that's true of anything oxygen is really good for you i would agree. i'm sure you would agree oh, sure sure uh, sure you you uh, you take uh, put a, a mask on with 100 percent and within a couple of weeks you'll have emphysema <laughs> um, water is really yeah. good for you uh, yeah. but yeah. you drink uh, too much of it and you're dead mm-hmm. so yeah everything is we need the amount we need and nothing more and nothing less iodine okay. mm-hmm. iodine I, iodine comes in two forms iodine the molecular which is two iodine atoms so it's i2 mm-hmm. and then it comes in iodide the, the thyroid gland needs the iodide. Mm-hmm. The breasts need iodine. And the breasts are for women's breasts. In fact, uh, the breasts and the um, uh, thyroid gland mm-hmm. have a uh, something called a sodium iodide transporter system, where is it exchanges sodium from inside the cell and pulls the iodine into the cell. And so it's able to extract the iodine from the blood. Well, during mm-hmm. pregnancy, woman's breasts are actually pulling out more iodine from the blood than the thyroid is. And that's because without enough iodine, you have what the child would be born, what used to be called a cretin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard the term, but a cretin is it would be a mentally handicapped mm-hmm. um, individual who would have a, 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 you know, probably a very unfortunate life. Yes. And um, yeah, so the breast, so iodine is very essential. It's an essential overlooked uh, mineral and we don't have it. And so we're all walking around with iodine deficiency mm. and everybody is therefore hypo, means mm-hmm. low thyroid. You mm. might think you have a normal thyroid because you go to get your blood test and it says your T4 and your T3 are normal. Well, that four and the three are supposed to represent the number of iodines on those molecules. Gotcha. Well. Um, if you were to look carefully at those molecules, which they don't, you might find that since you don't get enough iodine in your diet, you just simply don't. Um, uh, you might find that it's got two fluorides, one chloride, and one iodide, because chloride, fluoride, and bromide mm-hmm. are on the same vertical column in the periodic chart as iodide, so they have the same chemical reactivity. Mm-hmm. So your T4 and T3 are normal, you're still feeling sluggish, you're still feeling tired, you're still having difficulty losing weight, and you go to the doctor and they do their test, they say it's all normal, and you say, yeah, but I don't feel normal. Well, that's why. <laughs> um, and so you need your iodine, and then at during that time, you also need some uh, natural thyroid supplement. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's, uh, iodine's very important. And everything, and, and it's a question you asked, it's a good lesson, is that everything, could be not everything, but the even all, all, even all of our nutrients are good. 
Yeah. Any one of them, if we get too much of it, are deadly. Is exactly. deadly. I understand. I, I, I know iodine. Uh, I think it comes in, uh, uh, which I, I, I don't eat or drink or take um, dairy products. I think iodine is in that. Uh, seafood, I, you know, I, I eat some. Eggs, not too often. So, is there a supplement for iodine for me to take? Yeah, there's two that are 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 uh, are, are to be recommended. One is called Lugol's. Okay. So it's, uh, it's been around since 1820. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it now comes in a tablet form to make it easier because the liquid doesn't taste very good. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, 12 and a half milligrams a day. Um, and then um, okay. there's another one called Iodorol, I-O-D-O-R-A-L. It's basically the same thing. It's just another brand. Gotcha. Gotcha. Those are the two brands that really have it. You don't want what they call nascent iodide. You don't want any of the other ones because they don't have a mixture of the iodine and the iodide ah, which is okay. what you gotcha gotcha because i for a fact i i don't eat uh, enough of those foods that that contain iodine but that uh, apparently what, what does it do for you i mean as far as the um well maybe toxemia i don't know what 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 is it doing for you when you do which one the iodine you, 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 yes or both yes well, well, the iodide, as I said, is has to be on your thyroid hormone. Okay. Your thyroid hormone, if your <clears> thyroid <throat> is cut out mm-hmm. and you don't take thyroid hormone, you'll die. Mm-hmm. You'll die. You need thyroid. Yes. So the purpose of the thyroid hormone is to deliver iodide to the mitochondria where it causes the mitochondria to depolarize and produce energy. So um, if you're not delivering enough, your energy, you won't be producing a lot of energy. And if you're delivering too much, you'll be producing a lot of energy. So um, mm-hmm. you've heard of Hashimoto's, which is low, yes. low, yes. and then Graves, and Graves, which is the opposite, really high. So mm-hmm. that's what the iodide does. And then the, um, and then the iodine, um, as I said, um, well, first of all, uh, it's a cofactor in, uh, the, in, in, in hormone metabolism. So in other words, like in with for women spe- specifically, there's three estrogens: estrone, estradiol, and estriol. Mm-hmm. Estrone and estradiol can be considered pro-carcinogenic; they make tumors grow, etc., like that. Mm-hmm. And estriol can be considered mm-hmm. anti-carcinogenic; it does mm-hmm. the opposite because mm-hmm. it binds to the beta receptor instead of the alpha. Well, mm-hmm. anyway, <clears throat> uh, the uh, enzyme that turns estrone into estriol requires iodine. So if you don't have enough iodine, you won't have enough estriol. And if you mm. have a predominance of estrone or estradiol, you'll, uh, you're going to have a trouble with your breasts. Gotcha. But if you're taking mm. enough iodine, then your estriol should be above your estrone and your estradiol. And by the way, men have estrogens as well. With the estrogens, all hormones do not only have one function. So, for example, estrogen is not just for women's uterus and breasts and ovaries. Uh, uh, it's also necessary for heart function. Mm-hmm. Um, it's If men didn't have estradiol, they wouldn't be able to keep their coronary arteries di- dilated and they'd have heart attacks. So mm-hmm. we need estrogen as well. Exactly. Testosterone, which we think of as, we think of mm-hmm. testosterone as the libido, only libido. Well, that's number four. Number mm-hmm. the, the organ with the most receptors for testosterone is the heart then the brain, then the muscles, then the genitalia. Mm-hmm. So um, 
Yeah. So, uh, and I, you know, because they all have multiple, multiple functions, and so it's very important that they all be, and they be and need to be in balance. And estrone is not bad; it's necessary. Estradiol is not bad; it's necessary. Mm-hmm. What problems arise are imbalances. Gotcha. So when you have estrogen dominance, that's a problem. When you have, mm-hmm. um, uh, if for a man, a man who's got a gut and he's getting older. A lot of his testosterone is being turned into estradiol because there's an enzyme in fat cells called aromatase, mm. and that estradiol is what makes the prostate have problems. So it's not testosterone; it's estrogens for men as well. Mm. So there's a lot we don't know that we we've been um, we haven't learned the truth, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't about anything almost. <laughs> it's ongoing. I know medicine is fluid, and it's ongoing. And um, but it sounds like um, y- you're on the right track there, uh, doctor, because it makes sense to me. It really does. And again, I, I as I don't want to become redundant, but I, I don't presume to know much. But it, uh, when I hear something that sounds logical, well, that's uh, you know, I, I think you're on the right track. Of course, there are top risks for uh, or factors for. Uh, uh, the word you don't like to hear, and that's cancer. <laughs> Smoking, I guess. Right. I don't know, but, but I, I think you answered the question. It's just, Obviously, yeah, smoking. Uh, yeah, li- living healthy. Uh, that's, I guess, boils down to that. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, uh, doctor, most people don't know how. You know that? No, I know. So what, what what do you do? Well, what you do is you come up with a with an online program like yours. So can you tell us about your program, if you would, the doctor. Well, yeah, yeah, I have a, um, <clears throat> you know, when uh, when COVID started in 2020, um, yes. many people <clears throat> couldn't travel. They were kind of stuck at home. And so for that reason, I um, developed a, a course, a home course. Um, and it's me and uh, three other people who are very important, three other uh, and it's basically a training course, and it's called Stop Making Cancer, and it's a way for people who, uh, and who needs to stop making cancer? Everybody you've ever met, including yourself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, it's a natural, you know, the, the, the process that we call cancer fermentation happens all, the, happens all the time. We all have either micrograms or milligrams going on. If you have a gram or more of it, then it's an actually a tumor, and it's called cancer. Mm. But everybody else is walking around with micrograms and milligrams. So we all need to learn to stop making it. And the way you stop making it is, you know, you have to live a certain way and live a healthy life and you've got to do certain things. And so that's what this program is about. And um, and then also, like if someone had if someone had cancer, I, um, they would make an appointment. They'd go to my website, drlody.com, mm-hmm. and they would be able to book an appointment, a consultation by Zoom. Mm-hmm. And then we could... Uh, they, they would have beforehand sent me their medical records, which I would review. Um, and then we would have um, at least an hour conversation uh, and discuss, um, you know, and I'll f- I'd find out everything I need to know. And then when we're finished, I send a plan um, and uh, a comprehensive plan. And then mm-hmm. what I look for is I really like people to find a local doctor mm-hmm. that with whom I can collaborate. So uh, like a doctor that would allow, uh, you know, that doesn't mind uh, collaboration. Sure. Um, And then uh, if I can find that, then it's great. And then if the person just absolutely cannot find a a doctor uh, to collaborate and and willing to help them, 
um, and they and let's say they have a, an active cancer, then I uh, would invite them to my my clinic in Arizona and Oasis of Healing. And uh, we've been there 17, 18 years now, so um, we're quite well known. And um, yeah, so I would invite them there. But usually people don't like to leave their home, and I understand that. So I, I, I prefer if I can help them uh, figure out how to stay home and, 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 and take care of themselves. So that's why I have the course. So yeah, that's drlody.com. And then, but the other um, the other thing I do is every Sunday. It's a, every Sunday night, seven thirty. I mean, uh, seven a uh, seven p.m. Uh-huh. Eastern Standard Time. Uh-huh. I, I I go live on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, um, just to answer questions about cancer because there's so much unknown. Like I get questions like, you know, uh, the doctor says I need to get a biopsy. Do, uh, do I need to get a biopsy? Doctor mm. says I need to take this particular drug. Do I need to take this particular drug? Uh, is there any other alternative that you know of to surgery, etc., etc., etc.? So I get some really good questions and I answer mm. them and uh, and I give the uh, I, I try to give the research to show it and um, yeah. So that's um, and yeah. So and the, those are at Dr. Thomas Lodi, Dr. Thomas Lodi. So on either Instagram or. Or uh, whatever, uh, what's it called? Instagram, Facebook, or uh, or TikTok. TikTok. Um, and I think that's a good way to do it. Okay. That's a good way to start all getting right. questions answered and all that. And um, yeah. well, I think it's great. You know, because I, I tell you what, we are at the mercy of our you know doctors today, and especially since we're not educated, not informed of what really is going on. So I think as much as uh, you can is to learn. Uh, me, I'm a learner. I always will be a learner, doctor. And um, and I think the more you're informed, uh, I think you're better to you're better to make better decisions for yourself and and family. And I I, th- I think it's a good thing. But uh, I thank you. I think you're doing a good job and uh, giving uh, folks something to think about. Uh, you, you did me. And I'll be looking into that, uh, what uh, you've told me today and shared with my audience. Um, any parting words? Uh, let's say someone is having to suffer with uh, uh, a malignancy. Any encouraging words you want to share, doctor, if you don't mind? Well, um, um, actually, would you know, if you, if you, to just to get some ideas of what to do, you can go to my YouTube channel. Just telling, because okay. the question is, how do I live healthy? Gotcha. Well, first of all, I don't know if I, most people don't realize that it's not the number of hours as much get of sleep, mm-hmm. but it's also the timing. I mean, mm-hmm. getting sleep to sleep eleven p.m. to seven a.m. is not the same as uh, eight p.m. to four a.m. It's mm-hmm. mu- that's it's uh, for our physiology. It's much much better, and so there's, so there's a there's a lot of things. So my I guess my parting words are is that um, sadly uh, one out of two men in the United States and one out of three women uh, will get cancer in their lifetime. That's the statistics that exist, mm-hmm. and uh, it shouldn't be that way. A hundred years ago, um, uh, not even in 19, uh, 1907, Mm-hmm. Uh, only 0.07% of oh, people Lord. die from yeah. cancer. My Today, goodness, 40% man. of the people die from cancer. So it's yeah. not genetic. If it was genetic, then every one of our grandparents should have had it, or at least yeah. one of our grandparents should have had it. Mm-hmm. So it's not genetic, it's lifestyle. And we lifestyle. have to understand that. Yeah. And so, but if you live a life that's healthy to avoid getting cancer, 
you'll also avoid getting heart problems. You'll also avoid getting kidney problems and diabetes. And mm -hmm. it's just health is health. And then deviations from health, mm -hmm. which we call disease, um, are, um, are, just, are just manifestations of, um, of, of not being healthy, of, of, of ill health. So you got to go to bed early. You got to um, move around all day. You've got to eat real human food, find out what that is. Right. It's not dog food. Um, and right. uh, you got to have healthy relationships. You yeah. can't lie. You can lie. You can little white lies are okay, but not big lies, not big lies to spouses or to friends or to your employers or things that are matter because you'll carry mm -hmm. around and it becomes emotional pus mm. that destroys you and mm. it destroys you. So, um, anyway, there's certain ways to live a life of health. We have to learn to be authentic. And unfortunately we're not authentic. That's We've true. learned to be appropriate, which mm -hmm. is ridiculous, absurd. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing, yeah. Yeah, we're not authentic, we're appropriate. And yeah. I, uh, or we're inappropriate either yeah. way, but we're not authentic. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a lot of it's a facade, you know, so it's, it is a lifestyle that I can appreciate, uh, doctor. And I want to thank you for coming on, um, my show, your lot and parcel show. And, um, I think what you're doing is great. Anytime we can help folks with their health and prevent, uh, uh, you know, the, the what we're talking about. Uh, I think it's a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. So I thank you for coming on, and I wish you continued success, Doctor. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And I hope uh, everyone learned a little bit. Thank you for listening. The theme music has been provided by Echo Foxtone. All the opinions expressed in the podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. We hope you will join us in supporting home and family through your monetary funding. For more information, please visit yourlotandparcel.org.